B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause Sandy Wisses are ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody, rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Hey, it's hump day, y'all. It is hump day. Good morning to everyone. Good morning, my people in the house. What's up, Mings? Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful and fantastic and productive Wednesday out there. Uh, shoot, man. It was it was tough to get out of bed today. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was a little bit of a late start for me today. But uh, I'm here. We at it. We're going to make things happen. We got the fellas in the house. Tommy Boyd, Jackie Buck. What a guam. Hey, hey. hey. Welcome to Hump Day. <laughs> it is Hump Day, and I'm happy about that. Why? Because it means we got two more days until what? The Friday, weekend. Friday. Yes, yes, and that hideous song. <laughs> Let's not forget that hideous, hideous song. Uh, you know, as you can see in the titles, we still we have a lot of things to talk about. That's just the tip of the iceberg of things that we got to talk about. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. Um, you know, some breaking, some aren't. And also, you know, one thing I love about all you guys. Good morning, Tanner Vane. Uh, Tanner Vane says, says, hello, Pascal, Jack and Tom. Allison My- Meyer says, good morning, guys. Good morning, Allison Meyer. Um, but the thing is, is the. Um, there are what I love about this uh, show as of late uh, you guys have been throwing us a lot of, uh, let's just say audibles, if you will. Um, you know, and we haven't been able to like, for example, yesterday was the whole Dr. Stella Emanuel thing. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have really known about it. I would have found out about it way after the show. So the that fact that a good thing, <laughs> actually, you know what, you know what? I, 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 I like the fact that we were able to get that. You know, so we were able to talk about it because it was funny to talk about real talk. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of that. And like, you know, it's not a it's not the greatest thing to talk about, but it is kind of funny. You know, you got somebody who's saying stuff about demon sperm and, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you you can get ovarian cancer through having dreams about having sex with demons and witches. I mean, that's just kind of that's funny as hell to me. But it also is helpful. What I'm trying to basically say here, guys, is that I appreciate you guys being a part of the discussion and throwing us information that we may not be able to see since we are on live. So, you know, if you guys have more information, stuff like that, I mean, don't be shy. Comment down below if we catch if any of us catch it within the, the chat, of course, we'll be more than happy to bring it up, talk about it, and, you know, chop it up, you know, and put in our own two cents about it and bring it into the roundtable discussion where we can all talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Good morning, Mr. T12. But go ahead, Tom. Yeah, and we were able to talk about it without getting uh, banned from YouTube or Twitter, like uh, Don Jr., who had a 12-hour suspension for sharing that video. Exactly. Isn't Isn't that a comforting experience, comforting feeling when... There are people out here that are the sun to the leader of this free world, and uh, they're getting blocked. They're getting silenced for 12 hours because they're, they're, they're resharing and putting out that kind of stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah. And it's funny because even after that, I was uh, looking at a couple other 
I was looking at a couple other uh, videos, like you know, other people who do commentary talk about you know news, uh, news YouTube channels and all that. And um, I thought it was really interesting their response, how they perceived it, you know, like what what their thoughts were about everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was it was just really really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like because some people are are ho- like. Everybody wants to hold on to some glimmer of hope that maybe this woman has a point, like this, this doctor has a point, and maybe mm-hmm. she knows the cure. And then there's other people out here that are like, she's crazy. This, this is not the one, you, you know, this is, not the, this is not what you need. You know, this is not what we need at all. And uh, we don't need that kind of trash and that kind of misinformation out there because people are going to do crazy things, Right. So it's very 50-50 in a way. There are people who are going, but she is talking about demon sperm and saying that there are half human, half ET-like aliens working on the backside of, you know, working for, to help uh, people, you know, help, the, you know, uh, certain countries run their country type of thing. I mean, it's just weird stuff that this girl is saying. I mean, it's wild, right? It's crazy. So, um, yep. but, but regardless, we wouldn't have been able to have that wonderful gem of a conversation if it wasn't for you guys coming in and giving us that information. So we do appreciate that for show, for show. But before we go into the news, you know, um, Jack, Tom, your days were good. Were they all right? You know, your, mor- your nights, your days, yesterday, all that. How was the rest of your day and how was your mornings? You know, everything uh, going smooth, man. You know, I missed you guys yesterday. Yeah. A few things I had to do. Uh, but, you know, I'm here. And uh, just trying to keep the, the Wednesday day going. So looking forward to, you know, powering through this week and hitting up a good weekend. we got rain coming uh, today, so we'll see what's up. But, you know, I, I want to tell everybody, if you haven't found these yet, <clears throat> these are mini Starbursts that are oh. unwrapped. Uh, so if you're a Starburst fan like I am, you got that sweet tooth. This is a problem. Uh, but, you know, these are unwrapped Starburst that are just small, and they're delicious. So start your day out right. But a whole bunch of coffee and some Starburst. Starbucks, Starbucks does not sponsor this show. I'm just letting you guys know Starburst? real quick. Did I say Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> oh my bad. Star not they don't either. <laughs> they don't either, but Starburst does not sponsor this this show. Just so you know. Nice. Damn. Baby steps. Tom, how about you? I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Uh I saw where uh Tanya Vane asked how my mom's doing. Uh she's yeah. doing quite well. Uh I'm I'm having dinner with her tonight. That's great. Uh yeah. Uh I think she's scheduled for uh to have the kidney stones removed in september uh but you know i've, I've talked to her you know i talked to her most days and she sounds good um so i mean she's at home she's out of the icu so uh it sounds sounds like everything's going you know as well as can be expected so you know hopefully you know when she has the surgery in september everything will be taken care of right on man right on also uh uh wait 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 these comments are coming in flowing um mr t12 asked uh is asking you jack are are they available those starbursts available in tropical flavor too inquiring oh, minds would like to know 
I just saw this one. That's the only one I saw. First time I've ever seen something like this before. I was just amazed. Uh, but it's uh, all the reds. So, oh. uh, and supposedly, supposedly, all Starbursts are actually the same flavor. And it's just a scent that they put into, like, the coating on top. So the actual Starburst, they all are the same flavor. Which, that just hurts my head to think about. <laughs> so. What? <laughs> that can't be real. That can't I'm be real. I'm looking it up again to find out. Demon semen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Starburst, but every time I think of them, I, I think I must be one of the few people on Earth that ever got food poisoning from Starburst. My friends and I were going out camping one time, and on the drive up there, we split this bag of Starburst, and my friend Gene and I, and that night, we were just throwing up everywhere. And the, the, only, thing, the only thing that we had done differently from any of our friends was eat Starburst. So oh. as, much as, I eat Star, as much as I love Starburst, every time I eat one, I'm reminded of that awful, uh, awful night. Gosh. Yeah, it says, uh, because scent affects the way we perceive flavor, the fact that different colored Starbursts smell like different flavors make us perceive them as different, even though the ingredients that contribute directly to taste are exactly the same. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we're just really loving my entire life. So we're we're just really loving and obsessing over the smell mm. rather than So you're telling me that the the yellow ones that people absolutely hate, right? They're the exact same taste as the other ones. It's just a scent. And that's it? What I'm saying. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. We can end the show now. Uh it's no, I mean seriously. That's <laughs> there's some, nowhere else to go. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like real talk, I didn't know that, man. That that's that's you know that's the the more you know. Da, 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 da. Like that's some crazy stuff. I didn't know yeah. that, man. I didn't know that, man. Mang, I didn't know that, man. But that's good to know, huh? Huh? I guess that's how it is, right? I mean, that's what you do. You smell first before you taste, right? Yeah. So. Unless that you got the sense. coronavirus, then you don't have a sense of smell anymore. <laughs> that's that's what's Fair, up. Man. <laughs> that's that's hmm, okay. Well, uh, good morning, Mr. Super. Mr. Super just uh, commented. He said, "Good morning from Florida." He said, "It's crazy down here. Maybe twenty percent of people are wearing masks." Uh, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard stories. I've actually heard stories about um, about the mask issue down in Florida, but I feel like you're going to get that anywhere. I mean, if you go, if it's, if it's, if it's MAGA country, I hate to say it like that, but it's true. If it's MAGA country, you're going to get a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? You're going to see a lot of that, you know, where it's like, where are the masks? Um, they're not, they're not using any, they're not having, they don't have any mandates out there wearing the masks in, in most stores, stuff like that. I mean, it's just, a free-for-all you know uh it's weird uh when i went to the lake it was like that too you know uh not a whole lot of people it was like they were looking at me and my group of people like we were insane for wearing masks where we went you know it was really weird really really weird they're like yeah, clearly y'all are, clearly y'all are city slickers you know what i'm saying it's like okay we're just gonna deal with it tom what were you gonna say yeah, I was watching the local news last night, and uh, St. Louis County, 
abuts the uh, neighboring uh, county is Jefferson County. And there were pro- anti-mask protests yesterday in Jefferson County. They had all kinds of interviews with people I never wish to associate with in my entire life <laughs> that were anti-mask and, oh, my freedoms, sorry. You know, so, yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, including here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yes, it it, it going to happen. It going to be like that. You know what I mean? It just, uh, mm. just kind of yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's just going to be more people dead. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more deaths. What's 150,000? Eh, meh. Meh. <laughs> it's just Wednesday. Just yeah. another Wednesday. It's yeah, all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dear God. Um, here's I really some hope that... that maybe there are aliens out there that can solve the that, issues. That'd be funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they could just, like, crop dust, you know, over the, over the world. The, 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 the cure, you know, maybe that's what the aliens need to do. Just crop dust, you know, not the farting kind of crop dust. I'm talking about crop dust, you know, put something in the ur, you know? Um, so mm. random, pl- random story here, uh, that Debbie just put in. Good morning, Debbie. Uh, good morning, Ashton. Good morning, John Caitlin, J- uh, June 12th, 1776. Um, good morning, everybody that's jumping in. Thank you so much. Hope you, hopefully you guys have a great morning. But this is something very interesting. I mean, it's just, it's just pop culture news, but here it is. Uh, uh, Debbie just said, can we, talk, can we, can we just talk about the, the fact that Jaden Smith is dropping his last name? He's now known as Jaden. This is your celebrity news. <laughs> so... Uh, just some celebrity news. I think this. I think that's very interesting. I, I don't. I don't know anything about that. So this is very new. That's new. In, interesting mm. news to me. But why would you want to drop your very very famous last name? You know what I'm saying? Why would you just want to go by Jaden and not Jaden Smith? You know what I'm saying? It's funny because my sister, we were playing some new Jaden. I guess we got to say Jaden now. Um, playing some new Jaden, uh, uh, a new album by Jaden Smith. And my sister, I was like, who is that? You know, because I was like, this is kind of good. Who is this? And she goes, oh, it's Jaden. And I'm like, uh, you talking about Jaden Smith? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's Jaden. I'm like, okay, so, that, so now he just goes by Jaden now. I didn't know that he was going to literally make an announcement like, I will only be referred to as Jaden, but I guess he only goes as Jaden, which is weird. Do you know something, uh, Jack? I got it looks some like, info. There we go. Let's get it. Yeah. So I, he credited his sister with the inspiration for his name change. Uh, he said, I realized that Willow changed her name to Willow at some point in time and that she was no longer Willow Smith. It took me a while because if you look Willow Smith up, uh, it'll still come up. But then it took me a while to see that it was just Willow. And I was like, yo, that's so strong. You feel like you don't have to say your last name. You're just Willow. And then uh, he went on to say, um, I create different characters for myself. And it's like, Jaden, that's music. And Jaden Smith, that's 501c3, that's acting in movies. I just wanted to make that little distinction there just a little bit so I could say, just say different things are happening. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, interesting. But it's kind of yeah, like uh, it, childish it Gambino up. and uh, yeah. yeah, Donald Glover. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, I guess so. It works for me. You know what I mean? 
-hmm. It definitely works for me. It's like Pascal. Say that again. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I don't really, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. I I don't really, uh, I never really put that into, into consideration. I didn't, I haven't put two and two together like that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I just, I figured just, it's just easier than trying to spell my last name. Trust me. It's a lot of vowels. We're not on that first page of Google yet. Right. (laughs) Give it time. You got, got, you're, you're, you're fighting with, uh, you know, the unit Pascal and right. then like Pascal Blaze or Blaze Pascal and Blaise stuff. Blaze Pascal. So. <laughs> Got yeah. some history to go over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but that's just me. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just a lot easier to do that. But I, I could see, um, <clears throat> um, it, it, it's just, I don't know. It, it's, it's, he's a Smith though. And that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a very, very big deal. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It's it's just interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, let's see, a Douglas. You know what I'm saying? It's like being a Douglas or a Sheen or, you know, and, and you know, Emilio Estevez. You know, he, I don't know why he changed his, why he didn't just call himself Emilio Sheen or something like that. Well, but, Estevez um, is their actual last name. The Sheens changed it to Sheen so they wouldn't sound so ethnic. Mm. Yeah, so that's so that's interesting. It is Martin Estevez, right? And it is Charlie Estevez. Exactly. Now, uh, one thing is, is people are calling it, trying to call in right now, and uh, unfortunately, I am not taking any calls right now. The uh, call-in time has not started yet, so I'm seeing guys calling in. I appreciate you guys trying to call in right now, but I have not said anything about the lines being open yet. So please be patient. <laughs> we will get the lines open here very, very soon. We're gonna go into the news stuff and everything but you know we're just having a discussion here you can call in a little bit later in the 10 o'clock hour when i say it's time to call in okay um but anyway uh so let's just jump into some more news because obviously um we got to go into that anyway um so uh tommy uh let's let's get started let's uh let's start this off with a bang shall we yeah Well, Attorney General William Barr uh, defended the aggressive federal law enforcement response to civil unrest in America as he testified for the first time before the House Judiciary Committee, pushing back against angry, skeptical Democrats who said President Donald Trump's administration is unconstitutionally suppressing dissent. Um, He had mentioned that he thought that the protests had gone from largely peaceful uh, he said the he said the violent rioters and anarchists have hijacked the legitimate protests, and argued the violence taking place in Portland, Oregon, and other cities is disconnected from Floyd's ki- killing, which he called a horrible event that prompted unnecessary reckoning on the relationship between the black community and law enforcement. But he also said that there was no systemic racism in law enforcement whatsoever. Hmm. So wow. Uh, I mean it. No systemic racism. I watched a little bit of it yesterday. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it yesterday, and uh, you know, if 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 you're for the federal agents in the cities uh, going after the protesters, then that the hearing probably didn't change your mind. If you're on the opposite side, it probably didn't change your mind. Everybody's pretty dug in, but um, yeah, he testified yesterday. There were. 
a few pointed moments. I think at one point he was asked why federal agents weren't sent in when, uh, you remember, I think it was in, uh, was it in Wisconsin where, or was it Wisconsin or Michigan? I can't remember where the, uh, anti-mask protesters wearing, having, you know, they were heavily armed, stormed the Capitol, why he didn't send anybody in then. But, um, yeah, I mean, there, there were heated moments. There were a lot of moments where people were kind of talking over him, didn't let him finish. People are obviously in election year, people are trying to score political points. But, um, yeah, that was the big news yesterday. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I mean, it's one of those things where every time that someone tries to talk, they keep on talking over each other and, like, they try to answer. And if you don't give them a straight yes or no, like, it's like, no, I just wanted you to answer my loaded question with the yes or no without giving any, you know, pretense to it. And it's, uh, but I feel like those are all the con- uh, congressional, like, interviews with people. They have their, like, specific questions they try to ask to try to, like, put them, people into a corner without allowing them to elaborate. Uh, and then when they try to elaborate, they just cut them off and keep on talking over them. I, I feel like most of those things are kind of a circus. Yeah. A lot of the times they are, that's for sure. And they're, you know, they they also pressed bar uh, on Trump's intervention or the department's inter- intervention on the uh, Flynn and Stone cases. You know, where uh, they had commuted the sentence of Roger Stone and uh, Flynn, and why why they're handing out these things to people that are friends of the president. Uh, bar, you know, Stone. Had, Barr had said that Stone's health and his age at 67 factored into the fact that they released him from prison, given that COVID's going around. But Democrats were wondering why him and why not everybody else at 67 and may have health problems. Mm -hmm. Why is Stone getting out? So, right. um, Lots of questions, but I mean, no real political points were scored on either side. I mean, I think most Americans are kind of on these issues, kind of dug in. So, hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. It's there's nothing that really came out from that like no. committee meeting. I mean, it really. I mean, it didn't bring any like clarity to the situation. No, uh, he he stood strong on their actions, and there wasn't any like any change of what was gonna you know of what happened or what's gonna happen in the future. So, right. Yeah, that's our government for you, though. Yeah. Well. I think that's most governments. I mean, you know, people want to blame people, and and there a lot of times it's just going back and forth. Um, and there was no, you know, because there's no like, I don't know. Uh, it, the Republicans showed what that could only be described as eight minutes of virtual riot porn for the hard right. And so like there was like two videos that were showed during it, mm-hmm. but like you know, obviously everything is handpicked to show specific events, um, and you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing in the middle. It was like the protest, they were like the videos that were shown. You see, there's like the final Armageddon or the Garden of Eden. So it's either completely peaceful or the complete riots. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's it's finding these times when people you know are actually instigating stuff. And like in Minneapolis, they've found out that the Umbrella Man that started out the stuff is actually linked to a white supremacist group. That's so, right. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a you know, it's but it's hard. I mean, because there are protesters and there are agitators. And, yep. you know, um, things have gone awry. Yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, I I don't really have much to say about this hearing, to be really honest. Um, 
I think that uh, <laughs> that's what most political hearings look like. And I feel like that's just a lot of times they're just BSing around, uh, trying to save face as much as they can. Um, but, I mean, uh, we'll see what this hearing, what else comes out of this hearing, you know, um, as a result from this, from this hearing, for sure. <clears throat> but to me, I just, the hearings to me are kind of, I feel a little bit like they're a little bit of a waste of time. Not, a, not trying to say anything rude to hearings or any of that sort, but it just seems like they get there, they do their thing, they ask all these heavily, like, very, very uh, uh, well-written questions because it's, it's a moment to get on TV, it's a moment to get on camera, to ask this particular person that they're, they're questioning all these questions. And then the person just kind of BSs around the question. You know, um, as much as they are trying to get more details, they don't give the details that we're really needing. They're just doing more of sh just talking the rhetoric that they've been trained to say. So to me, I just I'm like, all right, that's why I don't really watch the hearings. I just wait till I hear it from Tom. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No offense to anybody. It's just yeah. I just I keep thinking like. There is so much corrupt corruption going on in there. You know, it's, it's organized crime for crying out loud. Um, that I'm just kind of like, well, until somebody literally goes up there and goes, yes, I did do that. And uh, this is what I this is why I did it. And blah, blah, blah. And I was working with this, this, this and this and this and this and this person, including the president or not. You know, um, I just kind of go, OK, another hearing. Whoop-de-doo. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, though. You know? It's just a... Well, it's just I, I another think that's precaution. what politicians want out of most of the population is for them not to watch these hearings and to be politically disengaged. That's, yeah. that's what they want. I see that as a dig at me, but I'm not trying to make it. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to say it. it <laughs> not I'm necessarily, not, but, but yeah, no, you but, take it that way? no, 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 no. But I'm just saying like, no, but I'm just saying what I'm trying to say is that until they actually bring and of course they're bringing people to trial they're bringing people for a hearing and i i get that but you don't get anything out of it there's most of the time it's just like it's just bs I, i'm sorry for saying it like that I, I mean trust me if they were bringing people in and they were actually going confessing to things and actually saying things instead of just using What a, how, how, how can I say it? Like verbal espionage? I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. You know, they're like a ninja with their words. Like, you know, it's very political. You know, they can say, they, they, they come in very trained. It just, to me, it's like, all right, if you're trying to catch them red-handed, it's not going to be right here, personally. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, because they're already well-vetted, properly vetted for this hearing. And for me, it's like I want to see. I you know almost it's like you got to catch them red-handed, you know. And I I know that the hearings are done for a good reason. They're doing what they need to do. They're doing it the right way in the legal way. And I'm not saying that anybody needs to get caught in it in an illegal way, but I'm just saying like sometimes it just is frustrating when you're bringing somebody in 
hoping to get them to catch them red-handed or get a confession, and you don't get that. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of this is kind of much to nothing. I don't think, you know, nothing is really going to change until November, if anything changes at all. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously, you know, these a lot of this is just electioneering. This is just campaigning. This is, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, they're trying to get him to lock him into a corner, get him to say something stupid. He's out there trying to defend the administration on a bunch of things that Democrats have questions on. But, I mean, people are so dug in at this point. It just nothing. The only reckoning there's really going to be on anything is in November, if if that comes at all. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and we'll we'll definitely see what happens in November. Damn, November's only a few months away now. You know what I'm saying? We're getting closer and closer. I mean, you know, like last time I checked, it's the end of July. You know, we're about to walk waltz right into August. You know what I'm saying? And we about to. <laughs> I feel like everything's gonna ramp up even more. There's gonna be even more controversial issues going on as we get closer and closer and closer to election day it's going to be insane absolutely freaking insane um and like i said we will be you you know us on the pascal show will be like i've said before on the sidelines with popcorn and a beer just sitting there just oh he just did that yo you know what i mean we're gonna be watching and having a great time talking about it for show for show um, but anyway, well, let's jump into this other thing. Um, and this is a little bit light, uh, cause I do have something else to talk about. That's kind of, uh, that just broke about five hours ago in regards to the world health organization, talking about the COVID, um, the, the coronavirus, of course, and talking about this, uh, they're saying as a uh, one big wave. So we're going to talk about that here in a second, but let's jump into something a little bit more lighthearted. Elon Musk wants to fight the world. What the hell is this? We got to talk about this, man. Who got the story? So, okay. Uh, Elon Musk has challenged uh, Johnny Depp to a cage fight after Johnny Depp uh, had allegations that Elon Musk and Amber Heard had an affair uh, while she was still married to Johnny Depp. Uh, And so Elon responded back, um... He said, I definitely was not having an affair with Amber Heard while she was married to Johnny. This is totally false. Um, and he also denied having a threesome with Amber and supermodel Cara Delevingne. Uh, we did not have the threesome, you know, so I think people think these things are generally more salacious than they are. Um, he also added that Amber and Johnny should bury the hatchet and move on. Um, and he said, if Johnny wants a cage fight, just let me know. <laughs> And so that went out into the ether, and um, <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, and then oh. now, but somebody else took note of seeing Elon Musk, uh, his, you know, tweet or whatever that went out or statement, and it was Mickey Rourke. And so Mickey Rourke uh, has challenged Elon Musk to a bare-knuckle fight. Um, and he said, uh, I just read that Elon Musk has challenged Johnny Depp to a fight. I have the better idea. If Elon Musk is in a fighting mood, he can fight someone his own size. Um, I'd gladly love the opportunity to take you to school, Mr. Tough Guy Elon Musk. Bare fists, elbows, and knees, and I will only use one hand, my left. 
We can both put down $200,000 a piece. Winner take all. No rules. Oh, I'm done. Oh. Oh, Elon Musk would show up with a flamethrower if there's no rules. Of course. <laughs> It'd be a done deal. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, he'd, yeah. come out, or he'd come out with one of his uh, secretly made AI robots or something like that. You know, like the T... Terminator 1000 or some crap, you know, and just put them out there and say, fight, and that'll be it. You know what I'm saying? But on some real stuff, okay, on, on, a, on some real stuff, real talk, this, I got to throw this around the room. Aside from Mickey Rourke, we, we could talk about Mickey Rourke in a second, okay? Because honestly, it's like, who? And then it's like, oh, that guy. Um, but he's not relevant right now. We got to talk about this, Okay. Obviously, Elon Musk is challenging Johnny Depp to a caged fight. Who do you got, yep. guys? Who do you got? Johnny, Musk, or Depp? Well, considering that Conor McGregor's coach is offering to train Elon Musk, uh, I think that I'm going to go ahead and put my money behind Elon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Tommy, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I'd put, I'd put money on Elon, too. I mean, Johnny Depp, I mean... He, he looks a little burnt out these days. I don't know that he knows where he is half the time at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, all three of these people, I mean, you can just say cocaine is a hell of a drug and explain all three of them. But, um, I, I mean, I guess I'd go with Elon. He, he looks like he's maybe a little sharper than Johnny Depp, looks a little more aware of his surroundings. Uh, maybe looks like he might have a weight advantage on him too. So yeah. I'd go yeah. with Elon. Yeah, he's uh, Elon looks like he got, yeah, he got a lot of, he's husky. Yeah. musky uh, uh husky musky um but i'll say this you you want to know what okay i got i got the greatest i i got the greatest way for J- johnny depp to win this fight let me break it down to you all right so they step into the ring right cage fight no holes barred right anything goes right so all he needs to do is maybe you know get a little cut something like that start bleeding, jump on top of Elon Musk and just start spraying it in his face and just say, you don't know where I've been, Lou. You don't know where I've been. And that's the end of it. He'll be like, he'll, he will tap out like, oh, I'm done. Seriously, that's how Johnny Depp would win. Let's, let's just be completely straight, straight funky here. That's how he would win. Not by throwing fists, just, just, just opening up his little, little, you know, getting a little cut, just let him bleed. On Elon Musk, because you know for a fact Elon Musk doesn't party, has never and has not ever partied like the way Johnny Depp has partied. Okay, he doesn't bang like a like a rock star. He is. I'm sure he's done copious amounts of cocaine, but you know he's he's a little bit more tame in his lifestyle in comparison to Johnny Depp. I mean, he Johnny Depp has a, a wine like a drinking problem. Of like I don't even know how, like hundreds of thousands a, a, a month, and that's like the amount of out, liquor or the amount of uh, wine that he consumes on a daily basis is astronomical. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you know uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, that was him all day. That was he wasn't yeah. acting. That was him, drunk yeah. as hell. Just, and didn't didn't you know? it come out in this this hearing or this this trial that's going on right now that Depp has like a monogram Potter box where he keeps his cocaine? It's got like his oh. initials on it. Well, and you live on your own island, I guess you do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who has he, uh, that? So he who sent, has that? Who has that the monogram? Johnny Depp. 
Johnny Depp has a, a monogram thing with cocaine. It uh, uh, thing for of yeah, course he's got a monogram. So they claim. I think Amber Heard's team is saying that uh, yeah that he has a and they showed pictures. I mean, they didn't show pictures of cocaine inside of it, but they showed pictures of this little powder box that's got his initials on it. That it is apparently where he keeps his cocaine. I'm not surprised that that yeah, Johnny Depp somewhere. for you. Celebrities doing cocaine? What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know for a fact that Amber Heard, like 90% of her whole body is just cocaine. You know, it's ingrained in her DNA now. I mean, come on. You know, if you're going to marry somebody and roll with somebody like Johnny Depp, you need to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he was like, damn, I need to keep up with Amber Heard. Damn. You know, because she sounds like a crazy, crazy person. You know? Yeah. Uh, so Johnny Depp, I guess what had started Musk's like response uh, was Johnny Depp had sent threatening text messages to Elon Musk saying that he would slice off his D for sleeping with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Uh, so, yeah. I guess he probably does have swords, though. So. <laughs> I would love to see it. He shows up with a sword. Elon Musk shows up with his flamethrower. Let's see what happens. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, Johnny, that's on you, bro. You decided to marry that woman. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, I'm domestic sure abuse is real. domestic abuse is most definitely real. And dom domestic abuse, when it's coming from like the female abusing the, 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 the male or the, the wife abusing the husband is very real. The only problem is, is that it's just not a popular story it is this because it it feels it makes it seem like the man is being emasculated he's not man enough so of course those kind of stories don't come out they it makes the man look weak or or in a very very uh overly uh um what's the word misogynistic way it makes it seem like you can't control your woman type situation and unfortunately that is the type of stuff those are the themes that are hung over domestic abuse when it's coming from when the the male is being uh, abused in that relationship and it sucks because you try to say something and it makes it sound like you're either lying or that you're weak and that's messed up we we there needs to be a change in that in that narrative big time what's really sucks what's really really terrible is that you have somebody like amber heard that jumped in front of the me too movement became a face of the me too movement and was like this happened to me johnny depp did all these things to me when it was really the opposite the opposite was going on and that's insane and you know of course you could see that it doesn't seem like Johnny Depp is the type that would hurt somebody. But then at the same time, you look at Amber Heard and she seems like the type that would. <laughs> she does. She looks like she would hurt somebody with, with just, she looks like she would have a lot of fun hurting somebody. I mean, but then you, you wonder if there was any signs before he popped the big question to her, before he got down on one knee, were there any red flags? Or was she just 
perfect for however long they, they were dating for. And then the ugliness came out after, after the marriage. You know what I'm saying? There had to have been red flags in that story. That's just insane. That's just insane. I just, you know, there, Cocaine, it just man. sounds like there's so much drugs and alcohol involved. There's no way a relationship like that is going to turn super ugly and toxic. I mean, it's just gross. It kind of makes me sick. I mean, anybody that's ever been around people that are getting into drugs at that level, it's, it's, it's nauseating. It's disgusting to watch people turn into that. So it's not surprising that that relationship turns super toxic and violent in some way. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gross. Yeah. Um, it, it is absolutely gross. All of it, you know, on, on both sides of the fence, you know, all of it is just disgusting, you know, receiving yeah. it or receiving it or giving it. It's just disgusting. Um, now, John, John Caitlin said something. and I like this too. It's a good comment. Um, I'll tell you this. If you could take a beating from a crazy woman and not fight back, you're the strongest man in the world. That's a man. And I agree. That is big time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not throw bows, not put the paws on them. That takes a lot because, you know, you're in that fight or flight moment, especially when they're putting harm. If they're hurting you like that, what do you do? A lot of times you leave like a gentleman. You walk out the door like a gentleman as much as you can, obviously covering your face and your and your body because they're probably still hitting you as you're trying to leave the house but then after that you better get those papers man so that she can go sign them papers real talk i'm sorry you you put hands on me like that done i don't care how wonderful how long the the marriage has been i don't care if there's there's kids involved and all that divorce and i would hope i would expect women to do the same but but i understand that people I understand that those kind of situations make people feel trapped. People feel trapped. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know or they, they feel like this is the only way that they can be loved. You know, this is his language or her language of love. And that's really sad, you know? Yep. It's crazy. It's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, you know, not to, not to beat up on Johnny Depp too much because it sounds like that's already happened quite a bit. Oh, but, I mean, you know, boy, I mean, it, it used to be you'd go back, you go back and watch some of his earlier work. I mean, that guy was doing legit work. I mean, just everything he's done in the last 10 years is like a snooze. Yeah, he's like, phoning it in. He's yeah, phoning it, is. it in. Absolutely. The thrill I mean, is gone. I think... I, I hate to say it because I love the movie, but he did like that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas movie. Yeah. I don't think he ever got out of that part. I don't think he ever got out of the role of Hunter S. Thompson. I think he got into that role and stayed in that role. And you've seen his career kind of, I mean, outside of Jack Sparrow, is just flatlined. But yeah. haven't you, but, but here's the thing. Haven't you noticed that every single movie he's done since Fear and Loathing has been a version of Hunter S. Thompson? Yep. Like it's been a, you know, like a drunk, surly type or yep. it, or it's that same voice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, there's no change. Like, man, where's Donnie Brasco at, bro? Come on, man. 
Yeah. That movie was the jam, bruh. Like, where are those movies? You know, where where's the Johnny Depp that I got excited about back in the day? Yes, Hunter S. Thompson, the his portrayal is amazing. Like, uh, Fear and Loathing is a great movie. It's fantastic. Benicio Del Toro is really great in it as well. He's like, amazing. Let's not yep. forget that. Great ensemble piece. You know, great, you know, duo. Um, mm. couldn't, couldn't do that movie without Benicio for sure. That oh, freaking thing no. was amazing. When he's in the bathtub. I went, yeah. Oh, when, yes. When White Rabbit peaks, I want you to throw the radio in the tub. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the thing is, is that where's like Johnny Depp kind of fell off, man. And then he started doing these big blockbuster movies. And ever since then, it's been kind of the same trash, unfortunately. But then I keep thinking like the death of river Phoenix kind of messed him up big time. I know that's a real deep cut, but I think that kind of, I don't think he's ever really gotten over that to be really straight funky. I mean, he was the one holding, River Phoenix in his arms in front of the Viper room as he was dying, as he's ODing, you know, it's, uh, I feel like he never fully truly got away, got over that situation. And, and I think he's just making really poor choices and now it's, now it's seeping into his career or it's, it's been in his career too. You know what I mean? Oh, and I forgot to Doogie. You're right. Sweeney Todd was good too. Sweeney Todd was good. I'll give you that one too. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry, Tom. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I missed that one. But yeah, uh, good movie. Very know. good. Yeah, I mean, and, and of course, uh, River Phoenix died at boy, a cocaine overdose, right, at the Viper Room. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that drug. I, I've I've never tried it. Never have had any interest in trying it. I've seen what it's done to people that I know, and <laughs> it's uh, it's ugly. It's an ugly drug. Terrible. It's an ugly drug that feeds egos and it just, I think, erodes empathy. But yep. Uh, what was the last movie that he did winning. that didn't either revolve around him doing some kind of drugs or it was based on something that someone truly watching while on drugs? Was that? Oh, that's what, interesting. When the movie, when's the last movie that Johnny Depp did that either is not revolving him around him oh. doing some kind of drugs or alcohol? Or is intended for somebody that is probably on drugs to watch. That's a very That's good point. The tourist may I didn't see the tourist. I, apparently it was terrible, but <laughs> I don't was he supposed to be a drug addict? Oh my god, that, that was bad. No, he's yeah, not I, I didn't see No. It, the but. tourist is no. He's he's he plays like a French like a a it's almost like the the man that knew too little type thing. Um, you know, he he kind of plays like he's like this innocent French guy. And there's like this, I'm trying to remember the story. It has to do with some sort of heist or something like that. I don't remember. But anyway, it's not good. It's really bad. You got Angelina in there. Yay. But it's really bad. You know what I'm saying? Really bad. But that's the thing, you know. Um, never, I've never done, I've never done cocaine. Never will. I've seen way too many people on it, and it freaks me the hell out. It freaks me the hell out because it seems like every time I've ever seen, and thank God I've seen the, these certain moments in front of me because I feel like if I didn't see these moments, maybe I would No, actually, I would never do it still no matter what. But it, it, it confirms my fear and my reason of staying the hell away from that drug. Um, 
because you see the the after well one you see the effect of it and how idiotic people are um and how insane they get and how many people the what people do the choices people make on that drug is just ridiculous but the same thing you can say about alcohol as well people do really stupid stuff when they're drunk as well um but when you see somebody who's done it too much or they're addicted to it you just see how bad they you know it's it's really bad you know you can see that that's all that person does all day every day it's kind of the same effect as like seeing somebody who the first day they ever do smoke crystal meth to the last day you know that they finally say that they have a problem and you can just see it in their skin the their their body weights the the way that they hold themselves their teeth now it's the same thing with cocaine you know i'm not saying it does anything with your teeth but you know you just see it in their face their skin their their body you know it's just bad and then it just i feel like it changes the chemicals in your brain you know if you do enough of it or a lot of it to the point point where you lose your freaking mind you know you almost go to the point of insanity and uh that's crazy that's this that's sad so co cocaine is just not something you know cocaine is not something that people should be messing with like that at all but it is that it is that status drug as well yeah. it is a status drug you got the okay. monies cocaine you don't got the monies alcohol and weed that's basically it i mean you know it's a it, literally it's a it's a class thing for sure yeah it is it's, it's messed yeah. up you know so once uh the u.s started legalizing marijuana uh, all of these like marijuana farms that were down in mexico and stuff mm. converted back to growing coca plants mm. and so uh cocaine again has been trying to be shipped you know, up to the u.s as it always has been um and but it's it's like the amount of um I was looking up like street prices on like different types of drugs and stuff. And cocaine is the most expensive, uh, like amphetamine uh, addiction people can have. Um, uh, cocaine in the U S costs between $25 and $200 a gram with typical prices checking in at about $112 per gram. Uh, the 2016 average was $93. Uh, and, and it's purity had also reached record highs at that point in time in 2016. Um, it said that somebody that, uh, they can be broken down, a gram can be broken down into 10 lines or 25 bumps or hits. Uh, and hardcore users usually use up to 5 grams per day. And that addiction would cost about $169,725 a year. Hamburger. But I guess you're awake all the time, so you got plenty of time to work. And go get yeah. that money. Uh, you know, and also, <laughs> also I want to say something real quick. You know, I, I hope this doesn't, for anybody who's listening out there, um, that it is, you know, struggling or dealing with any type of addictions. You know, I'm hoping that this is not triggering anybody when we're talking about this particular drug. Um, you know, I just have to say that, you know, while we're talking about this, because, yeah. you know, I, I don't want any, anybody getting triggered here. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's just insane. You know, cocaine is terrible. Cocaine is bad. Cocaine is expensive. You understand? <laughs> as as Jack just said, that ish is expensive, y'all. Damn. Why? Why spend so much money on like two seconds? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, two seconds of, I guess it's fun. You know what I'm saying? But two seconds of that ish? Come on, y'all. You know, uh, it, used to, it used to be in Coke. 
It used to be in Coca-Cola. It, it really Isn't used to crazy? be in Coca-Cola. Yeah, it really did. It really was. It used was. to be part of like all the treatment regimens back in the day yep. when you know with the traveling doctors. Like, oh, you just need a little bit of cocaine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you're, you know, no, you're having trouble sleeping or you're having trouble staying awake? <laughs> no problem. We got some cocaine for you. You know, just a, you know what's interesting is that uh, coca leaves are still used in making uh, uh, Coca-Cola, but they've had all the cocaine removed from them. What they do, as I understand it, is they bring the coca leaves, this, they, they take the, coca, the cocaine out of the coca leaves. That goes to, I believe, Malincrot. I think Malincrot for a while was the only pharmaceutical company in America that was allowed to have, you know, pharmaceutical grade cocaine uh, for, I think it was applications in like, like a numbing agent for, I think dentists or something yeah. like that. So the but new... they still use spent <laughs> coca leaves in making uh, Coca-Cola. So, I understand. so you're saying that it, it, they take out the cocaine and they send it over to the new version of El Chapo. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we use it for pharmaceutical grade cocaine. No, they're sending it over to the, the, the cartel. Don't you worry. They, they got a deal going on. They're washing their money somehow. For show, for show. Hey, actually, speaking of that, you know, left turn real quick before we jump into a break. Uh, Kodak. The film uh, producing Kodak. Now, obviously, film is kind of a a, a dead medium. Um, they uh, have now landed a multi-million dollar loan to help with medical manufacturing. So now Kodak is going into the field of medicine. Interesting stuff, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, their stock has increased 1900 percent in the last two days i know so anybody anybody who got a who's in the stock game and likes to gamble with their money you might you might want to jump on that kodak you might want to go on that stock because i think it's just going to keep going because they are planning if i'm correct um they are going to be uh, obviously uh creating uh you know manufacturing and producing more uh key generic drugs but I think they're also going to be involved with uh, the with helping with the manufacturing of the vaccine as well. So and, you know, we've already had this discussion about uh, if they're going to be charging people for the vaccine or not. It looks like Kodak's trying to jump on that bandwagon, uh, jump on that covid train in hopes that they can make some monies. That's what I think for sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Security Exchange Commission definitely needs to be looking at who has been buying Kodak stock in the last couple of weeks, find mm. out if any insider trading has been going on. Right, beforehand, beforehand. yeah. Because, I mean, no one's ever really associated Kodak with the uh, uh, pharmaceutical industry. By the way. This is a crazy move for them. Yes, it's a very interesting move. It went from film to medicine. But I think they went from no monies to making demonies. Um, so Trump did say this, and, and I quote, he said, my administration is using the Defense Production Act to provide a $765 million loan to support the launch of Kodak Pharmaceuticals. Hmm. Not throwing anybody. $765 million. $765 million, not $764. $765 million. And that's a loan to help bring out, to help support the launch of Kodak Pharmaceuticals. Let me say this, though. Yes, I would love to see them do a deep dive and see who's buying those stocks. 
And if there's any connection to him, that'd be really crazy. But at the same time, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. We're just going to have to see how things develop from here on out. But I find that very, very interesting. You know, uh, and he calls it a breakthrough in bringing pharmaceutical manufacturing back to the U.S. Here it is. If it's really that, if, if, you know, I, I think that's really good as far as getting money back into the country, as far as something else other than just industrial. Um, so I think it's great that, you know, it's bringing money to to the U.S. and, and more jobs and more job opportunities to the U.S., especially right now with COVID going crazy and all that, this would be, hopefully, this would turn into an essential job. So maybe some, of the, some people, thousands of people could find jobs through Kodak Pharmaceuticals. If we just push everything out the, on the side, uh, from the stocks and, and, and if there's insider trading going on and all that. This could be a very big thing for the country when it comes to jobs. Because right now, people are wondering, where the hell am I going to get a job when my job is getting furloughed or the COVID is sweeping through and just destroying money in every single state? This could be a big thing, though. This could be a very lucrative thing for the country. And for the, the citizens of this country. And help with a little bit of this unemployment. Uh, the, the unemployment numbers that just keep rising every single day. Still. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, and, you know, I, I think that picking a company that isn't in that business. When we probably have other companies already in the u.s mm -hmm. that are manufacturing things because i know there's other generic drug makers and things like that or that are in the u.s and based in the u.s and the fact that they didn't get any of those like contracts uh definitely raises a question but yeah i mean anything that can bring back you know manufacturing or industrialization back in the u.s to to help bring jobs and you know uh, cement our economy as being able to be self-sufficient that's great but um it, it's just strange, but like, it's strange. Yeah, it's. I'm kind of with Jack on this. Like, I, I'm all about jobs in the United States, but it's very bizarre. It's very, very strange. It, I hope somebody's looking at who's been buying Kodak stock. It is very bizarre. It's, it seems fishy to me. Okay, so here it is. Outside of the fishiness, I understand what you're saying. I understand what both of you guys are saying. But outside of the fishiness, it is still jobs coming here if he is insider trading and all that which he probably is let's keep it real he probably is that's still bringing money and and jobs to america isn't that a good thing shouldn't that be a good thing especially right now everyone's getting hit with that covid everyone's going to need not everyone some people are going to want to get vac vaccinated and some people aren't but half of the world let's just say is going to want to get vaccinated that's a lot of vaccinations that need to be produced for the for for the world. So it's not like only Kodak is going to be making them. But at the same time, for a good portion of, let's just say, just the country, that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of job opportunities for people who are out of jobs right now who don't have the skills to be, let's just say, a front line uh, uh you know, in the front lines, you know, helping with the COVID. This is another way instead of, 
you know, if there's plenty of people working at, you know, uh, you know, there's plenty of garbage men that, that's holding their jobs. They're not going to lose their jobs anytime soon. You know, there, there's plenty of people working at gas stations. You can't really go and get a job there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go and get a, a, a waitress job right now. They ain't hiring. But Kodak Ph Pharmaceuticals could be. It's an opportunity to make money. I'm saying outside yeah. of all the, all the other stuff, outside of the, ne outside of the negative stuff, I just see something good out of that. I'm talking about just the people who need to make money and keep their lights on. Once the unemployment goes bye-bye, once this stimulus check comes in, which apparently it looks like we will be getting another stimulus, stimulus check, another 1200 but that's only 1200 How long does that last for? If they for? can ever agree on it. <laughs> if they can yeah. ever agree on it, they're still working on it, but there's a good possibility of that too. But still, we can't be sitting and waiting on that. So this is an opportunity for people to secure the bag. So that maybe there's less crime. Maybe there's less chaos in the streets. I'm just saying. I'm just... Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I see that, you know, uh, trust me, I feel you on what you guys are saying, 110%, 110%. But then I look at the, the, the real, what the, another side of it, you know what I mean? And it's a good possibility of some other opportunities for people to make some money without, yep. instead of pushing drugs on the street, they could be pushing drugs legally. <laughs> You know, it's interesting that, you know, the president who's, you know, gone through a couple of bankruptcies through different of his businesses, uh, you know, and now is in charge and one of the largest ever, you know, government backed loans to, uh, and, you know, thing working with the company, uh, it, it goes to Kodak, who's already had a bankruptcy back in 2012. Uh, and they went through chapter 11 back, back then. So it's like, uh, why are we giving so much cash to a company that's already failed in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another chance. Go ahead and take it. And we, we and by the way, we're not going to have any oversight over that money we give you. Because <laughs> mm. like, how do we, how, where are we going to know where that goes to? Is there tracking? Is there oversight? I, I just don't know. Yeah. Well, it is a loan. So eventually it will theoretically be paid back. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, what well, they're saying that the, the stock tripled in price. Oh, no, no. After it went from $2 and now it's trading at $36. Oh, okay. That it went up to $58. Older. Okay. Mm. It's gone up 1,900%. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yep. Yeah. So, so if you do huh. that stock stuff, buy, 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 buy. Bye, bye, bye. That's what I would say. If the numbers are still low. Yeah, get it, Jack. Just get it. Get it. Yeah. Bobbly, bobblehead. You know what I mean? And he's like making the mind. He's dance. You know, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you just said something about uh, Kodak um, being a failing company, right? Now, they were a failing company because the digital age came through. They're only known as a, a film, a producing of film, you know, uh, photography, uh, uh, motion. Uh, what am I saying? Like movie film and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you do when the world is changing so quickly? I wouldn't say you're a failing company. 
It's just that times change. You know, same thing is like somebody who's a CD manufacturer. I mean, still people do use CDs to a certain extent, but not really. You know, every, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I wouldn't say they're a failing company. It's just that times change. So now Kodak is going, well, we ain't making film no more. You know, here's another avenue we can go down that we know this will never go out of style. Big Pharma will never go out of style. Let's keep it real. Yeah. You know, unless something, yeah. somebody, you know, exposes Big Pharma as like, you know, something else. It's never going to die. So it's, I think it's the, a very smart move on their part. And like I said, it'll bring money to people. And that's what we need more, more than a couple, anything. A couple of things. So Trump said, uh, he said, our 33rd use of the Defense Production Act will mobilize Kodak to make generic active pharmaceutical ingredients. Mm -hmm. We will bring back our jobs and we'll make America the world's premier medical manufacturer and supplier. Um, and uh, Kodak said Tuesday will produce pharmaceutical components that have been identified as essential but have lapsed into chronic national sh shortage as defined by the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, and it said that uh, uh, Kodak is proud to be part of the strengthening America's self-sufficiency in producing the key pharmaceutical ingredients we need to keep our citizens safe. By leveraging our vast infrastructure, deep expertise in chemicals manufacturing, and heritage of innovation and quality, Kodak will play a critical role in the return of our reliable American pharmaceutical supply chain. Um, and it said that it's worth noting that uh, Kodak's first foray into the drug industry in the 1990s, Kodak was involved in produ production of non-prescription medicines such as aspirin, but they sold that part of the business to SmithKline mm. uh, in 1994. Yeah. So... I guess they got a little bit of history in it. Uh, okay, it's not their first rodeo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, um, no matter how weird and shady it might be, uh, you know, as far as like tr maybe Trump getting involved um, or the, if there's an insider trader, trading type of stuff going on, sure. Um, I'm sure there is. But at the same time, I see this as a good move. It's more money in everybody's pockets. Not everybody can work. Not everybody uh, knows how to, you know, work in a, an assembly line as far as like building cars or anything. This, you know, depending on where they end up putting these uh, these manufacturing um, uh, facilities, I, I just see it as a as an opportunity for for more money on on so many levels. I think that it's going to produce a lot of opportunities for a lot of out out of work Americans right now. So I see it as a good thing. For sure. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being a part of the discussion. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that subscribe button on our page. That would really mean a lot. Also, if you're enjoying the conversation today and enjoying the show, please go hit that like button down below this video as we speak right now. Anyway, we got to go into some other information. There's some weird stuff. This is some crazy stuff, man. Um, I just saw this video. It's trending on Twitter right now as we speak as... Uh, I guess it's hashtag NYPD. Um, so the title of it is uh, NYPD issues statement after video shows officers pulling protester into an unmarked van. Tommy boy, let's expand on this, shall we? Yeah, the uh, NYPD, uh, their, their warrant squad, uh, 
which was plainclothes officers mm-hmm. arrested an 18 year old woman. Um, they they pulled out. Uh, they they had uh, they were in t-shirts and shorts. They grabbed this 18 year old woman off the street, threw her in her minivan in the middle of a protest. Reason being for uh, they said for um, vandalism to five police cameras. Uh, people close to the matter, other protesters say. The vandalism they're speaking of was she was putting stickers on the cameras. So the NYPD warrant squad, in response to allegedly putting stickers on cameras, is to send a minivan filled with plainclothes police officers out to essentially kidnap this woman in the middle of a protest without any, you know, identification of who they are, why she's being arrested, Mm. anything like that. Kind of, you know is reminding people a lot of what they saw coming out of the federal agents in Portland. Word. Uh, I think people are suspecting that the reason for this kind of heavy-handed approach uh, is to keep federal agents from being sent to New York. Yeah. But uh, council, yeah, it's raising a lot of questions. So before we... Oh yeah, so I, I no, wanted to show, yeah before we before we dive into this even more, I wanted to pull out. I want everybody to be able to see this video real quick with their own two eyes as well, because I'm sure a lot of us don't know the um, that this is something that happened in New York City. Uh, so we're gonna take a look at it right here. Look at that. Okay, so that's a little crazy, man. That's absolutely nuts. I, I uh, now that we've actually gotten a chance to see it, you know, uh, let's let's go in a little bit more, Tom. Uh, I just wanted everybody to see the video too. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. So yeah, continue. Yeah, that that's their response to putting uh, stickers on five police cameras. Seems like a measured response. But uh, I'm, in case you didn't notice the sarcasm there, that was heavy sarcasm. But, uh, yeah, that, that's how they responded. Uh, they, the NYPD claims that the officers that made the arrest uh, were uh, pelted with rocks and bottles. I, I didn't see any of that in that video. I've seen other videos. I haven't seen any. The only video I've seen of any, anything even remotely close to that was a bottle slowly rolling towards one of the officer's feet. was about as far as any actual you know, assault those officers faced. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's plain clothes police officers showing up in an unmarked car, not identifying themselves, not giving any reason or probable cause for arrest. And the reason being is defacing five police cameras with stickers. Now, when you say that, that's what, that's what led to all of that. Now, I mean, when, it's insane. Now, when you say police cameras, like, I, I need a little bit more detail about that. What do you mean by police cameras? Because police cameras could be anything. So what do you mean by that? How, how do we know that they are? Where are these police cameras that you're saying that she was she was uh, putting stickers on? 
Um, mm -hmm. Where? Let's just start there. Where? Where were these? Because I, I, uh, I, I'm confused. They were police cameras uh, that were in and around City Hall Park. Um, so I, I guess these were cameras from the NYPD. You know, the NYPD has cameras up to for, you know, crime prevention, that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I guess during these protests, you know, there are a lot of protesters out there that feel that they'll use facial recognition software to figure out who they are to, you know, come after them in their personal lives. Mm -hmm. So people don't like those cameras being out during these protests because they feel they fear political retribution for it. So this woman, uh, this is their response to, as they put it, vandalizing five police cameras. And as best as I can tell, what she did was put stickers on the cameras so that they couldn't identify the protesters that were out that day. Hmm. And so they sent an unmarked minivan filled with plainclothes officers and T-shirts and shorts to throw this woman in there, 18-year-old woman. And, yeah, it, it, I, I don't think it's a measured response. I don't think anybody in their right mind thinks that's a measured response. Right. Uh, they're, you know... New York City's uh, council has said that it, it, it's raising some questions. Uh, Carlina Rivera, a New York City councilwoman who represents the area where the arrest occurred, said the protester was released from the first precinct overnight. But she also said it's, a, it's clear that using an unmarked van and plainclothes officers to make an arrest for vandalism in the middle of a peaceful protest is a massive overstep. And she's exploring legislation to make sure this does not happen again. Yeah, because that's that's I mean, seeing something like that is um, <clears throat> definitely sends out a message, um, but I don't know if it's of course they the message that is being sent is to is to invoke fear for sure um, to the protesters, because I mean, look at that. That's that's crazy what we're seeing, you know, that kind of thing that we're seeing right there in the middle of the streets. And somebody is literally, it seemed like, fighting for, his, fighting for their life to not get into that van because it's an unmarked van. What are, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with, this, with, with that girl you know, who's right. just putting stickers on, on, a, on, on cameras? Now, I'll say this. I, I don't think she needed to be doing that. I'll just be straight funky on that. Yes, that is, there is a reason for her to get arrested for doing something like that for sure. Let's just talk about the law. But at the same time, it shouldn't be a situation where she gets thrown into an unmarked van in a weird, suspicious way. It was really weird. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing the comments. I'm seeing some comments. And real quick, I, I understand that some people will sit there and say, hey, you know, <clears throat> uh, they grabbed her and threw her in the van really quick because they were scared of protesters retaliating. But at the same time, when she starts uh, fighting like that, when she's fighting not wanting to get thrown into that van, hell yeah, people are going to run up. Hell yeah, protesters are going to run up and go, what the hell is this? It doesn't say police on the side of that van. It is just a nope. regular-ass van, you know? And then the guys that are in the van, yeah, they might have, they might have police uh, T-shirts, you know what I'm saying, that are saying that they're with the police, but, I mean, they're not in, let's just say, a uh, typical uniform. You see what I'm saying? So it's like instantly you go, what the heck is going on? What the heck is going yeah. on? And 
Very bizarre. I mean, at what point are we going to see just regular old people in minivans and T-shirts and shorts carrying guns, going out and kidnapping people that aren't cops? But you don't know that they're not cops. I mean, this could be anybody. What if it's the you know Proud Boys or Boogaloo or something like that that go out there and it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to take this person and kill them. Yeah. You know, you never know who's going to be. If you don't identify who you are or why someone's being taken away, that person's going to resist. Yeah, and it's just insane. This is America, for God's sake. Now, I mean, all these people—they're like, "Don't tread on me." Well, guess what? People are getting tread on all over the place now, and the people that are always saying "Don't tread on me" have got a strong taste of boot leather in their mouth right now. They are boot licking like crazy. The uh, NYPD uh, said that they've been using unmarked vehicles for decades, Uh Uh, and then they said that the warrant squad uses unmarked vehicles to effectively locate wanted suspects. And so that's what this group was called, is the Warrant Squad. And one of these guys in the uh, photos here, they have an uh, orange shirt on, and it has Warrant Squad on the back. Hmm. Uh, so I guess they, the Warrant Squad goes out and searches for people that are wanted and have warrants out for their arrest. Um, and I don't know whether or not this individual had um, a warrant out or was just... They said that she had... Uh, gone out to five separate uh, five separate incidents in and around City Hall uh, where she has damaged police cameras. Put uh, stickers on. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, at five, five different times. Uh, and they charged uh, her with criminal mischief. Uh, and she has been released uh, with a desk appearance. Uh, and, and the uh, and this is actually a, it is a transgender woman. Uh, and, and she is, is she is also homeless. Oh wow! I just spilled water on my laptop. I will be right uh, back. Okay, I was oh, going to say I can't. Okay. There, there goes, <laughs> there go. I was wondering what happened. He just went. Everything went sideways, and I'm like, oh, there's his printer. Okay. Um, now, 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 here's the thing. Um, even so, putting stickers on on a on a camera is still considered vandalism. You know, it's still it is still considered damaging um, a camera. I mean, imagine putting man, if they, you know, it's like imagine putting a, a, a you know, say that say that you're a, a photographer and somebody puts a sticker on your favorite lens. You're damaging the lens for sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she did exactly what she what they said that she was doing. She was damaging those cameras. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that the, the excessive force that they used was justified. I'm not saying that at all. But if there's a warrant out for her arrest for damaging or, you know, damaging cameras, then, yeah, she's going to get arrested. Unmarked cars? I don't know about that. That is, that's a little, like, it was a little excessive. That whole situation was a little excessive, you know. And Did you play the video? Hell, yeah, we already played the yeah. video. You were no, gone. You were gone. It's all good. Um, but uh, it, while we watch, while we watch Tom wash, uh, wipe down his uh, his computer, you know, did he wipe it down? Because I'm on, I'm on, wipe it down, I'm on. You know. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So the thing is, is when it comes to that, uh, I, I'm going to say this too. I have seen even in our city uh, unmarked unmarked cars filled with cops during protests filled you know in fact i know some friends of mine that are cops that i i've been you know at a protest i'm walking along and i'll look over to to my right or left and there's 
a buddy of mine going, hey, Pascal, what's up, man? Waving me down in an unmarked car. So this is not a new thing. This is not some new fangled, you know, where the hell did these guys come from type of thing. They've been doing this for a very long time. It's just now they're actually arresting people. Anytime I've ever seen any of these dudes out here doing their thing, I have never seen them actually arrest or detain somebody. You see what I'm saying? Because it's never gotten to this level. It's never gotten to here. We're in a new, un, like we're in unmarked, uncharted territory right now. Real talk in regards to the protests and everything. The protests have gone longer than they ever have since five, six years ago, you know, with Michael Brown Jr. protests, you know. So there's new stuff that's going to be seem weird, but unmarked cars is not a new thing. It's not. And I'm sorry to say that, but that is truth. Those are facts. How they threw her in that, in that car? Yes, excessive. I agree with that. Unmarked cars have been a thing, though, guys. Been a thing for a while. Yeah. For Seems while. like, you know, usually if the Warren squad is showing up in plain clothes and that kind of thing, you think maybe there might be a murder or something involved, not putting stickers on a few cameras. Oh, let me. Uh, true, true. But I'll also point this out, too. So the cops that I've seen that are in unmarked cars, they're in plain clothes as well. Yeah. They, they just look like they, you could tell that you could tell they're a cop. You could tell that they're cops on how they're dressed, how they hold themselves. And I know that a lot of people don't know those things. Oh, and dead giveaway. They got a, a gun on their side. But at the same time, a lot of cops will be out there in the protests posing as a civilian yeah. But they there to go and try to snag some people that are trying to do some mischief. So that's exactly what they did. The only reason why it looks crazy is because there was a crowd of protesters running at the car. Then, mm -hmm. then craziness ensued. You see what I'm saying? Everything went from, you know, from the 10 that it was at to a 20. You know what I mean? Way beyond what it needed to be. But at the same time... Yeah. Which is, I understand, I totally understand why the protesters ran, ran for to tr try to save her. You know what I mean? Or try to, you know, infiltrate in a way. But at the same time, it's like, all right, if she's going to get arrested, let her get arrested. Ste step back and just let it be what it is. Seems extremely excessive. It was extremely excessive. On five cameras. I mean, I, I, it's, it's unacceptable. This is going to make the NYPD's job much harder because there are going to be more protesters out now, okay. and they're going to be angrier. Now, let me ask you something, Tom. Because it was an overreaction. Then let me ask you something, Plain Tom. Let me ask you something, Tom. Here it is. Mm -hmm. We can play the video. Right. We can play the video again, but let me ask you yeah. something. Don't you think that her reaction was a little excessive, too? She was flailing, jumping up and down. like he, They were literally just trying to get her in the car, and she was fighting back. Now, are you saying... That her reaction was excess was not excessive. She could have just complied uh, to being to being she just grabbed complied. by a bunch of guys in t-shirts and shorts with guns thrown into an unmarked van. Uh, she's an 18-year-old girl being manhandled by a bunch of juiced-up NYPD officers with guns on them uh, for putting stickers on a camera. No, I don't think that's. Ex I mean, yeah, you, sure, you can say she was resisting arrest, but I would say it was an a, arrest that maybe didn't need to go down that way, was excessive and probably terrifying for her. 
I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not just going to sit here and lick boot all day for the NYPD. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, this is this is disgusting. This is not what America is, and it's it's gross. It's awful. It's shameful. It shouldn't have happened. The 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 councilwoman who represents that district feels the same way. I imagine a lot of other people in New York feel the same way. And just from a pure from a police standpoint, NYPD's job now is going to be that much harder. Because this video is going to piss a lot of people off. There are going to be a lot more people out there, a lot more angry today because of this. True. I mean, I, you, I definitely see your point there, man. I definitely see your point. But at the same time, you got to look at it as, at the on the other side of it as well. I understand no, what I you're saying. I, hold up. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. But I don't think it's bootlicking if you look at it and see. 100% bootlicking. I mean, that's fine. That's, that's your opinion, man. That's your, you yeah, are is. totally entitled to your opinion. Sure is. <laughs> but what I'm saying, but what I'm trying to say here is that maybe it was just a combination of two things being at the same time, being excessive at the same time. You know what I mean? Like if uh, she's going to go, she did not if roll she's going to go, van she didn't roll up, she didn't roll up in an unmarked van, but at the same time, if they come in and they stickers say, stickers on cameras, but if she comes in, she put stickers on camera, I understand that whole stickers on camera thing. I'm trying to say something here, man. When she goes over there, if they come over to her and they're arresting her saying you're under arrest and she starts to flip out. And I understand like her going, where, where are you taking me? What's going on? That kind of thing. I get that. But if she's getting arrested and they're telling her what she's going to, maybe, I don't know what the dialogue was, but if they're telling her why she's getting arrested as they're trying to put her in the car and she starts to trip, then you got a whole group of people coming. I'm just saying, there's a combination of things that are going on here that I've seen other unmarked cars go and arrest people and they've calmly gone with them. There has been no flailing and upset type of reaction. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I just I, I don't think that they needed to do the arrest that way. I, I think the the first problem, I mean, sure, you can say, oh, she shouldn't have put stickers on cameras. Great. Does that warrant an unmarked minivan filled with the warrant squad with guns on them and all, you know, dressed in T-shirts and shorts, grabbing her off the street in the middle of a protest? It's un, it's an unwarranted reaction. It's it's. uh I, I, I just can't say, oh, because an 18-year-old girl is, 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 is flailing against a whole bunch of, like, you know, bodybuilding cops. I'm not going to side with, I mean, I, I can't believe we're even having this discussion. It, it, it's, it's bizarre to me. This is America. It's really weird that we're excusing this behavior because an 18-year-old girl is like, eh, against a whole bunch of, like, juiced-up cops. It's, it's ridiculous. Hmm. I'm not it's like, oh, no, she, she should just she should just be, uh, you know, she should just be able to be snatched off the street and she should just take it. That's bootlicking. Sorry. Jack, what were you going to say? Uh, I was looking up on the NYPD's like Twitter account and uh, they said uh, in regard to a video on social media that took uh, place at 2nd Avenue and 25th Street. A woman taken into custody in an unmarked van was wanted for damaging police cameras during five separate criminal incidents in and around City Hall Park. Uh, the arresting officers were assaulted with rocks and bottles. Uh, when officers from the warrant squad took the woman into custody in a gray NYPD minivan this e evening, 
They were assaulted with rocks and bottles. The warrant squad uses unmarked vehicles to effectively locate wanted suspects. When she was placed in the warrant squad's unmarked gray minivan, it was behind a cordon of NYPD bicycle cops in bright yellow and blue uniforms shirts there to help affect the arrest. Like, were they specifically going out and looking for her? Or was it just that they went by and they spotted her? Like, how many, like, the amount of people that they were using to go after her? Like, I, I, I hear Tom's side saying, I don't think that what she did calls for this type of force. Like, this is one of those things where, like, what, for damaging police um, equipment, mm-hmm. uh, a fu- what, a fine, uh, or something probably went into effect. Um, I can understand if she's homeless, she doesn't have an address necessarily to be able to send a, a warrant to. Uh, so, But if they have photos from video cameras and things like that of her and going around and trying to spot her, but then to use how many people on the force to be able to do that like it uh, i think it is an unequal response to what what had had occurred thank you that's like so oh, you jaywalked i want to show up in an unmarked minivan and put right. you in, into the minivan but you know or like i can understand if she threw a firework inside of a, in a into a police vehicle like um you know, they also included in their last couple of tweets saying that there's been up to a million dollars in losses right now um, on two or 300 plus police vehicles that were bashed slash torched or trashed during protests with 13 of them unrepairable. So I can understand it's something like that where they, you know, she threw a firebomb into a, into a car. Sure. Show up, throw it into her truck and see, you know, because if you're going in and trying to maybe kill somebody in a car or completely dismantle equipment, but for, you know, I, I, I don't think it is an equal response to putting stickers onto police video cameras. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so the thing is, is, all right. Um, I just think that it was a, a combination of all different things going on, on at the same time. That's what I think. Yes, it's terrible. It's not a great video. It's a terrible situation, but I feel like it was a trifecta of a whole different, a whole bunch of things going on at the same time. Now, True. why they needed to go and arrest the girl um, like that in public like like that, I can't answer that question. We don't know what happened before that video started getting uh, started going. You see what I'm saying? Anything could have happened before she started getting arrested. A lot of things could have happened. A multitude of things. So. I can't justify anything before somebody hit record, okay? But when I see all those things happening all at the same time, it seems like it was a perfect storm of chaos happening. That's it. Now, you never know. She could have been trying to put stickers on the car, on that unmarked van. You never know. Just saying. You never know. And I know, Tom, I know, you. I get that you totally disagree with me, but at the same time, you got to look at it, and, like, you got, I'm, you're entitled to your opinion, Tom, but yeah. I'm looking at it in a, more, in a little bit more of a 360 type of way, and trying Are to see, you? oh, I am, because you're looking at it, you're only looking at one fact, and I'm looking at the entire incident, I'm talking about the incident in itself, 
Her defa- her defacing or putting stickers on a on a camera, that's one thing. How she got arrested is another thing. Okay? When she got arrested, you're seeing this girl. She's getting upset. You can see it. She 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 flopped on the ground. She's understandably, understandably, she's reacting the way anybody would react if they don't want to go and get arrested or they don't understand why they're getting that why they're getting arrested in the first place. It's like, what the heck are you doing? But then you got oh. all this other stuff coming in. You got the protesters coming over. You got all this other chaos that's going on inside of that uh, in this particular video. Once somebody hit record. There's a lot going on. It was like the perfect the perfect storm of ish going down all at the same time. Everything got heightened. If you notice, as soon as everybody started running towards the car, then the other cop guy comes out of the car and he's like putting his hand on his on his, you know, on his side being like back the f off, back off. Everything started going from, you know, like I said, it went from a 12 to a 20 real quick. When the cops showed up and pulled the woman off the street. See, now here's the thing. I get what you're saying, but what I'm trying to say is we don't know what happened before they hit record. We don't. She put Unless stickers on cameras. She put stickers on, on cameras. Now, let me ask you this. She put stickers on the cameras that very moment, or was it something that she did the day before? Then when you talk about it, say that that cop car is pulling up, driving by. What if she did something to the car? I'm just saying you don't know what happened before. And neither do you. But I know but what happened. you ha- seem to I'm be talking about very enthusiastically happened. sticking up for the police. I'm not sticking up for any police. I'm not sticking up for the police. I'm looking at the situation when they hit record. You're not listening to me. You're I not. You're, you're, yeah. stuck, you're stuck on the stickers thing. And I understand that. I totally understand that. It is excessive you're, force. You're throwing out hypotheticals that she might have done something that we didn't see that warranted that response. You're, you're, you're creating a hypothetical so you can defend the police. I know exactly what I'm hearing. Okay, here. I'm just looking at the entire video in itself. Okay? I'm looking at the incident in the video. I, we already know what she's done. I'm just talking about what happened in the video. And all I keep saying is that it's a trifecta of all things going bad all at the same time in one video. There, I'm, not, I'm not siding with anybody here. I'm talking I, I about, am siding with somebody here. <laughs> I understand, and that's fine. I'm not siding with anybody. I'm just yeah. sitting here. I'm just sitting here saying what happened in the damn video, bruh. That's all I'm I just, saying. I can't, I can't both sides this. This is disgusting. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's I mean, fine. I know we try and both sides everything here, and we pl- try and play devil's advocate, but this isn't that. This is this is this is ugly. Jack, you know, I'm just I'm watching the video again. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some there was a protest march that was was going on, right? Mm-hmm. And they're coming up, and it just happened to be in the same area. And, you know, there are a lot of the NYPD bike cops that are around. But, I mean, it looks like that she was, you know, walking down the street with the protest and they saw her. And then, you know, so they were looking for her, as they said about from the Warren squad. But, again, I don't, 
I don't think it's a, I, I didn't see anything from the beginning of this video. It does not look like there was any other additional uh, instigation. It looks like uh, she was actually on a, um, what's one of those little the small scooters? You know, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, she's on a boosted, like a boosted, boosted uh, skateboard or something like that. Yeah, that's what it looks and, like. And then, you know, they saw her, went out, grabbed her. Uh, but, you know, is that, you know, I would imagine more of a, again, we don't see that first 10 seconds before that. Um, it, so it's really hard to understand exactly if they were just waiting for her, saw her, went over and grabbed her. Again, would that be... Is that the appropriate response? It gets like the federal agents in, um, you know, in Seattle and stuff going and grabbing people and taking them, you know, streets away in order in order to be able to talk to them. Uh, and obviously, if you're a police officer and there's a whole crowd of people that are coming towards you, and you can't do your job effectively. But I, I again, I think it is a extreme, extreme way of handling the situation, and I. I understand what you're saying, Pascal. We don't understand exactly what was going on all all together. Yeah, and I, I don't, and like I said, I, don't think I it's agree. A, I don't think it was the right way to handle the situation. And I agree that it's excessive force. I agree with that. But I, I I feel like there is a lot that's going on in that situation. That's going from the excessive force to the it escalates to something even more, because the protesters get get involved and it starts getting even more riled up. But I'm gonna let it be what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my uh I'm gonna step down from my side of this uh from my side of this uh soapbox uh real quick. Um and like I said, it's a shame that that happened to that uh to that girl. Um that's terrible, you know. Um and that's it. That's it. Uh there's some other statements on here from some people I found that said uh you know, they were saying they, that they were assaulted with rocks and bottles. Um, but the protesters who were present on Tuesday evening disputed the NYPD's version of the events, insisting that they did not physically engage with the officers, even at the time of the arrest. None of, the, of that happened whatsoever, Clara Kraber, a 20-year-old Oxford student, said. Mm-hmm. We literally turned the corner and were met with a line of police who, were at, who attacked us without warning. Uh, Kraber said officers pepper sprayed the group, seemingly at random, during the arrest, adding that they were trying to make it painful to be there. Uh, another witness told Gothamist that the protesters had been skateboarding and eating pizza before the van's unexpected arrival. We didn't see where they came from. All of a sudden, they grabbed Nikki. It was just like a kidnapping. Hmm. Uh, and there's, I saw another angle. Um, they got a couple different videos that are starting to come out from other people's cell phones. Uh, and it's, you know, I don't know. If I was in that group and I saw somebody going and you know somebody and Obviously, the group's going to go and try to help her, and but uh, I don't know. It's weird, man. I don't, I don't, I don't have any words really for it. Yeah, I mean, it's just we're turning into a police state, and everybody seems okay with it. So, all right, <laughs> it's fine. <Yeah>. Cool. Clear we need an independent I, review and immediate explanation for why an unmarked van full of officers was anywhere near a peaceful protest. Say that again? Uh, what? What did you say? So somebody you? wrote out, they said, we need an independent review and an immediate explanation for why an unmarked van full of officers was anywhere near a peaceful protest. Uh, and the NYPD's Detective Bureau Warrant Division identified a wanted person and carried out an arrest. 
But it just, I don't think that the way that they handled that arrest or arresting somebody in that manner, you know, it seems beyond what the normal police way of handling things is, right? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it is excessive for sure. I just think that things went zero to 100 real quick when how everybody else responded and then it just went to everything went to ish um but that's the same thing as the thing that we talked about yesterday's on yesterday's show with uh or last night's show uh with garrett foster um where the guy was uh shot three times during a black lives matter uh protest and that went to that story and that moment went to a whole other level but like I said, there were so many things that happened in that particular moment where there's just straight chaos. And thank God, thank God, none of those cops pulled out their gun and shot anybody. Thank God for that. Um, but yes, I mean, I do agree. Do agree so that everybody knows. I do agree that the arrest was very excessive. But I just wanted, I kind of wanted to find out a little bit more of what's going on around that story a little bit more. And that's just what I think on that situation. All right. <laughs> hey, did you guys play that game yesterday? <laughs> no, we did. No, we did not. But I think this would be a good time to do it. A great time to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap the show up let, let on me, something positive. Let, let, me, let me plug my computer in real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway. She looks really dangerous there. I mean, she posed a real threat to those police officers, all 112 pounds of her or whatever. A real threat. Real dangerous threat there. Oh, that, that's, the, that's Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. She looks like she could take on that minivan full of cops. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't excessive at all. Let's see here. I didn't say it wasn't excessive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never said that. Okay, so let's see here. We have a game, and uh, this is going to be a game about uh, bald actors. And so, uh, yes, hold up, hold up. Sorry, that's all right. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, time for some pop quiz, hot shot. And uh, here it is. It's uh, what, what's the what's the premise of the game? One more time. Uh, I'm gonna give uh, three movies, the names of movies, and you have to tell me the famous bald actor that was in that movie. Oh my god! Or like, played in those movies. Bald actors. Okay. Sounds hmm. good to me. Oh, and so for anybody who's watching that wants to be a part of this game, please comment down below and let's see if you got it right. You know what I mean? So let's get it. All right. Here's the first group here. Uh, the Fast and the Furious, Bloodshot, and F9. Oh, okay. Um, Vin Diesel? Vin, yeah. Vin Diesel. Correct. Okay. Die Hard, Sixth Sense, Pulp Fiction. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Correct. Uh, the Transporter, The Expendables, and Crank. Oh. Um, 
Oh no, what's his name? He's like our generation English fella. Yeah, he's our generation's um uh um Steven Seagal. Um what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Oh my god, that's gonna kill me. Hold up. Oh wait, Jason Statham. There we go. Okay. Uh X-Men, Charlie's Angels, Star Trek Nemesis. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Correct. Uh, Jumanji, Fast and the Furious, and Rampage. Dwayne the Rock, Rock. Correct. Pulp Fiction, The Avengers, and Unbreakable. Hmm. Wait, say that again? Pulp Fiction. Oh, Samuel the, Jackson. The Avengers. Correct. Mm, that was kind of a trick one. Yeah, that got me for uh, a second. The Magnificent Seven, The King and I, The Journey. Ooh. Yul Brenner. Correct. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Jack. Uh, Major Payne, Blank Man, Mo Money. Marlon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Oh, Damon, damn it. <laughs> damn. Uh, Baby Boy. Dawn of the Dead, Con Air. Tyrese. Nope. What? Baby Boy, say it again. Baby Boy, Dawn of the Dead, Con Air. Hmm. He's a bigger dude. Ving Rames. Correct. Wow. <laughs> I totally forgot he was in. <laughs> I'm used to him getting medieval on somebody's ass. You know what I mean? Pulp yeah. Fiction. All right. Uh, little Monsters, Gremlins, Walk Like a Man. Howie oh. Mandel. Mandel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I got two more here. Okay. Uh, White Chicks, Norbit, and The Longest Yard. Oh, 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 Terry Crews. Correct. Wow, I forgot he was. <laughs> I forgot he was in Norbit. Oh my god. <laughs> and to wrap it up, the best man, Rent, the Wood. Oh god, come on. Tay Diggs. Correct. Boom. Well done. You guys did a good good job today. Yeah. You know, you know you're bald, man. I know my bald people. So. <laughs> I know my bald people. You know what I mean? You know, us, us, us bald men must unite. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. That's just how it should be. You know, bald men unite. Anyway, uh, that wraps up our show today. Uh, Jack, Tom, thank you guys so much for being on the show, being a part of the argument today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Hey, anytime. You know, hey, and let me, I just want to make this abundantly clear. Like, you know, we might not see eye to eye, but that's the whole point of the show, being able to talk out our points. Um, but there is no malice or anger towards each other or towards anyone that comes onto the show and has a, a different opinion than us. You know what I'm saying? That's just the whole point of having a debate, right? Yes. Is to be able to talk things out and 
there's always a level. There's always a, a, a table between us that is built on respect and love. And that's what the show is all about. You know, being able to put in our, our spot, put in our, our, our uh, personal opinions on the table and talk about it respectfully. You know what I mean? So anyway, as uh, some people think that uh, we all, all three of us always agree on something. Well, apparently not. <laughs> apparently we don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to show, I wanted to point that out because it's not like it's. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we are going to always be on the same page on things. And that's just how that's it is. Right. There's been many times. Right. There's been many times that we've disagreed on things. All three and of I us will at the say, same time. I, if I came off a little angry, it was also because my laptop was also soaked in water. <laughs> so the whole time I was trying to have that debate, I'm trying to, like, get water off my laptop and my camera's kind of glitching up. Yeah, it was getting I, all pixelized. I, I was angry about a couple of things there, most of which was not you. So oh. if it came off like I was yeah. very, very angry at you... I was really just worried that my laptop was going to burst into flames in front of me. Yeah. And yeah. So in that so. moment, so in that moment, there was a perfect trifecta, a perfect storm of events that were going on that ended up getting your <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, just saying. Anyway, anyway, Tom, Jack, I love you guys. Thank you guys for coming on to this show. And I hope your computer's okay, man, because it did get a little it, glitchy it, there. I hope so. I'm going to give it some time to breathe here for a minute, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we're going to need some donations in this top chat. Uh, to right. help Tom no get kidding. Computer. Uh, we're going to start a GoFundMe real quick here. Yeah, no. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, it was a full pint of water that went on the keyboard of oh, my laptop. Damn, oh, damn, bro. So, damn. Yeah. I, I, I was having a bit of panic during that, uh, during that, uh, that discussion there. And I feel you. I, I do feel forcefully about that issue, but I also yeah. feel forcefully about the fact that my laptop was starting to glitch up. Yeah. And that, I was... I'm very concerned. That's 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 not that's no bueno. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know it was a whole glass of water, like a pint glass oh, of damn. Oh, this whole thing. Da damn, you knocked it over that hard, bro. Damn, I'm sorry. Damn. Okay. Well, uh, shoot. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully, we're not gonna need a body bag for your for your computer here. In a second. I hope not. You know, it, se it seems to have been. It seems to be getting better now. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it'll. Hopefully not most. Of, hopefully most of the water did not go into the important parts of the computer. Right. So, yeah. Put it. Right. Put it in rice. Yeah. yeah. Just, just dump the whole thing in the <laughs> vat of rice. Also, uh, Tanovain says something that's not a bad idea. Um, uh, <laughs> Mr. T12 actually said, "Put your, put your PC in a in a big bag of rice." Yeah. Um, but Tanovain, Tanovain also said, uh, using a light vacuum. Uh, on the keys could help, so maybe it could suck out the the water type stuff, or or gotcha. fan out, you know, just help dry it out. So just an idea, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, I will try that out. All right. It seems, it seems all right now, so I, I think hopefully it's okay. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I recommend driving down the highway, hold it out the window to get that high speed <laughs> wind, you know, go through it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll work. I swear to God, it'll work. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you guys for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Anyway, yes, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, uh, I will not be on tonight at 7 PM. I have uh, a lot of stuff that I got to get done, uh, in regards to tomorrow's show. I have a, a little video that I want to put uh, to show and I haven't been able to do, you know, do it because I haven't had enough time to really, uh, sit down and actually crank it out and finish it. So 
my deadline and my goal is to have it out by tomorrow morning and f- to premiere it on the show tomorrow morning. So uh, there will not be a show tonight at 7 p.m., but I will do I will have a pop up video out, you know, talking about whatever's going on, whatever craziness is that's going on in the world. So be on the lookout for that. OK, guys. And uh, yeah, you know, appreciate you guys being a part of the conversation today, part of the discussions and part of the debates and arguments and all that. Uh, but uh, we will be back on tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So be on the lookout for us then. And if you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button and hit that like button underneath this feed as we speak right down below. Anyway, be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.